0: What does success mean to you?
1: Successful is like being happy. Mm -hmm. It's a feeling that you have or not, and that you choose to carry around. You are not me, I am not you. You have your own goals, aspirations, and we should always compare ourselves to the us before. Mm -hmm. That's the person I'm really in competition with. Let
0: me, well... We're good. Okay. Awesome. Uh, welcome to episode 21 of In Effect podcast. We today have Mika, Mika Chu. Thank you so much for coming on. Super exciting. We're here at Lerbanist in the middle of Taudien. Thank you so much okay. for all the support so far. It's been great. It's been very exciting. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Milan. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. How are you? I'm great. You happy? I'm
1: very happy to be outside <laughs> in this beautiful villa. and. With good weather, good company, so yeah.
0: Thank you, thank you. Yes, yeah, great to have you on. I'm super excited for today. It's not your regular podcast or your regular interview today. Maybe uh, a quick introduction of yourself, because honestly, I'm trying... I, you speak five languages fluently. Why oh, you investigated on me. <laughs> yes, uh, sto- not stalking, but I've been um, researching where you're originally from. Mm-hmm. And tell a little bit about yourself, the story, until you got here in a quick summary quick
1: summary Uh, well my name is uh, my stage name is Mika Mika Chu I was born in Russia and I grew up in France at the age of 24 I moved to China for an academic exchange and this is where I fell in love with Asia and because I was studying business I decided to come to do an internship here in Vietnam working for a cosmetic company and I thought I'm going to stay just six months but, I don't know, something happened, something twisted. Maybe we'll come back to that later. And I just felt like I, I belong here. There, there is a word in Vietnamese language, which means faced. Zwin. I feel like I have Zwin to be here in Vietnam to realize my full potential, probably, and to do things that I'm not able to do in France or in Russia.
0: Yeah, that's funny. Um, a lot of people, friends of mine and people I meet here, Every time they they come to Vietnam, even if it's for a holiday, even Mm -hmm. if it's for, I don't know what it is. Like the people that have been for so long, that click happened. Yes. You know, it's like Vietnam. Same for me. I came here initially for Mm 6 to 12 months to see Ah. what is up. This is the place to be. Mm. But it's good to know. Okay, so Russian but French uh, upbringing? Uh, Yes, so I have two nationalities. Ah, okay. That's nice. Lucky. Paris, right? Uh,
1: I have I work for L'Oréal in Paris, did okay. some internships there, but mostly I've been in Reims, the capital of Champagne, okay. and the southwest near Bordeaux. Nice. Still wine, you know, I'm into, I'm into yeah. alcohol. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's great. What are the things you do right now here in Vietnam?
1: Uh, so I am an MC, I am a content creator. I work sometimes as a model, as brand ambassador as well, mm-hmm. KOL. Um, influencer, mm-hmm. I did some writing, some articles about self-development, I also appear in some shows of my friends uh, and uh, colleagues, <laughs> you know, but mostly I do shows for TV, VTV, <laughs> yeah. VTV, uh, I guess uh, people rediscover me thanks to, Zetui, to my Vietnamese audience, mm. uh, so it's a show on VTV3 where we are a group of foreigners discussing different topics in uh, Vietnamese. And uh, then I work a lot with VTV4 as well, mm. where, I, where this time I have the pleasure of interviewing people. Also some traveling shows, some cooking shows. So it's very, uh, I would say, it's very unst- it's very stable in its instability.
0: Organized chaos. It's like, yes. It's, it's like un- Vietnam, basically. Yeah, it's, a,
1: it's <laughs> a good... My work is a reflection of Vietnam. It's always... Never the same. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So for the people listening, you speak Mm -hmm. five languages. So Russian, French, Spanish, English, Mm -hmm. and Vietnamese, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Where did you learn Spanish?
1: Spanish we learned at school because in France, after, Um. so everybody has to learn English. Yeah. And after you have to choose either German or Spanish. So I chose Spanish because at, Long time ago, I thought I'm going to live in Spain. <laughs> I wanted to speak four languages, and the fourth one was supposed to be Spanish mm-hmm. and live in Barcelona, you yeah. know? It was my dream. But I, so now I do speak like four and a half. Usually I say four and a okay, half okay. languages, uh, modest. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it happened to be Vietnam. So okay. I hope maybe in future I will live maybe south of uh, America. Yeah, Argentina, Argentina, Chile, yeah. Uruguay, Paraguay. El Conosur. It's mm. Because I studied a lot in school, but for now I can feel my um, I belong here, so I have to stay here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah you feel like you 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 actually belong here. Like this is your calling. You think?
1: Yeah. Still, still now, like like many times I tried to leave Vietnam. <laughs> like I, I went to Singapore. No, it's tr- I went to Singapore to live there for a few months. No offense to Singapore and Singaporean people, but I felt it's a bit boring.
0: Yeah. It's uh. <laughs> it's almost. Too much within sure. the lines of everything. Vietnam, like you call it outside the lines. Yeah, literally. F- I feel
1: free. I feel free. I feel yeah. uh, thoải mái means comfortable mm. in Vietnam. Feel it's uh, there's a lot of possibilities. Even now, when the country is developed so much mm. in the last six years that I've been here, but there is still so much to do, and it just feels uh, there is this excitement, this energy in the air, which makes things possible. Mm-hmm. You can do basically anything you want as long as you're passionate and as long as you are committed to it so mm. that's something i really value in uh, in vietnam and in ho chi minh city
0: yeah 100% and um, so you you were talking about you do a lot of different things mm-hmm. and there's a little bit like chaos in the in the order but what what is like the constant in your life mm. right now
1: the constant in my life it's i'm seeing i'm mm. seeing mostly uh, filmed shows but also events Like, I worked with Vietcetera for a big uh, award event a few months ago. Um, Yeah, I would say hosting and a bit of acting as well. Mm. Because in France, I started about acting on stage, drama. Okay. And it's something that I'm really passionate about. I plan to join, there is a French course here, Mm. French club of uh, improvisation on stage. So, I plan to join it in a few weeks at the end of the summer. To to go more in that direction. And also, I'm exploring stand-up okay start to explore stand-up i think it's uh, another nice way to communicate about yourself
0: express express yeah. yourself
1: yeah. and be a little bit how you say to uh, have irony about yourself so.
0: yeah just make fun of yourself
1: yeah make fun of i yourself. think that's comedy usually yeah huh? yeah it's it's i think it's very healthy to take distance yeah. from yourself not and, up yourself
0: and more like yeah
1: down to chill yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> that's great yeah 100 yeah, yeah. percent. i agree the podcast is a start for me to uh to get on camera or in front of people and then Mm -hmm. we'll we'll see where we go from there i was thinking (laughs) of maybe doing toastmasters or something to get more comfortable Toastmasters, you don't know toastmasters so toastmasters is actually a global concept Uh, it's basically you perform for five to ten minutes depending on the time limit and you bring a topic Mm-hmm. In front of people. Oh. So it's just you on stage and it could be about anything.
1: Wow. Yeah. Send me information. I like public speaking too.
0: Yeah. I so, like anything <laughs> like so that. So it's basically um, how it works. I think it's like you prepare something and then um, you just bring it. It could be any topic. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. I heard it's very dark topics, very vivid topics or very upbringing topics. And then there's someone that keeps time. And then if you go over time, then you have to stop or something like that. Wow. That's it's, awesome. It's literally, um, this. it's big in the Vietnamese community because... Um, especially young students and everybody, they, they want to, to become better and more comfortable with themselves. So they do that, and even in English, Vietnamese in English. What are your main goals? You say you're in personal development, so mm-hmm. you, I, I understand you. have been thinking about that a lot as well. Mm-hmm. But what are your main goals right now? Um, my main
1: goals. I like this question because I'm usually the one asking it. You mm-hmm. <laughs> know. But to be true, my main goal is to realize myself. Me realise. Uh, to do things that make me happy and hopefully also serve other people. I want to bring smiles on people's faces throughout Mm -hmm. the different shows that I do. And I want to make people laugh. I want to make them learn something about themselves, Mm -hmm. about life in general. So I would say, yeah, my goal is to continue to do what I do, but just get higher in the scale to have more uh popular shows more especially rich. more rich, yeah, yeah, more rich. And hopefully I'm more concentrated on the Vietnamese audience, I okay. Say. Because my philosophy it's uh so we live in Vietnam so it's not to Vietnamese people to adapt to us foreigners, but of we course, have yeah. to adapt to Vietnamese culture, Vietnamese people, Vietnamese cuisine, values. So I'm more on that adapting journey yeah. still. want to
0: give back to the country you mm-hmm. moved into, right? Yeah,
1: because I did the same in France. So it's mm. like for me, it's a healthy mindset and mm. also show my respect to the place where I am and oh. to get the best out of it by learning Vietnamese, by traveling eating on the street, on the plastic chairs, you know, yeah, Yeah. it's, it's the best food, the best food, so yeah, I'm into, I'm into this, and also, because I'm lucky to have two big cultures behind my back, like Russian culture, French culture, so obviously, I'm also very happy to, to, to talk about these, and uh, people here are very curious, Mm. they're eager to, to learn, they, they ask a lot of questions, so I'm here, like, to be a bridge between these different cultures. That's amazing. Yeah. And also export Vietnam abroad, of course. Yeah.
0: Yes. And when did you realize that that's your calling or that's what you wanted to do? Is that from the moment you arrived here or how did that go? No,
1: no. When I first arrived, I hated Vietnam. Yeah? I hated I was scared. I was scared to cross the street. Yeah. I didn't understand why everything was so noisy. The streets, I was in District 7 next to the river. The streets seemed so dirty and I didn't understand why so many people on motorbikes, so many motorbikes, beep, 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 everywhere. <laughs> After China, which is also chaos, but it's it's a more more organized, more clean also. Mm. It seemed more clean to me. But I was just terrified. I was like, what I'm doing here, I don't like this. My, also, my luggage got lost to, to make my life easier. So I was in total rejection. Mm. But then again, I started to work on myself, to drive a motorcycle myself, to overcome my fear of driving a motorcycle, uh, to talk to local people, to eat on the plastic chairs, and just to, like blend in this mess and find my place in there. So then it became easier to fall in love mm. with Vietnam and appreciate Vietnam and the culture and the people to it's fully yeah.
0: Okay, so your main goals are wanting to give back to the Vietnamese community and, and share the love basically, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. And, and so what do you do on a daily basis so you make sure you can do that?
1: Um, okay, these weeks have been a little bit uh, different because my mom is in Vietnam now. So all my schedule have been rescheduled. But uh, usually on a daily basis, since the lockdown, I start to practice uh, the meditation Mm -hmm. and chanting. So this way, it's, it's my first, usually the first thing I do in the morning. Also, the last thing I do in the evening is to meditate, chant. And it connects me to myself mm. and to the environment. And I practice gratitude a lot, especially yeah, in the morning, and the evening, to keep the mood high. Because I'm very conscious about the vibrations, mm. the energy. Mm. And uh, when you do this kind of uh, practice, it's it set the mood for you. And it's like you become um, what is it called uh, a um, magnet. Mm. Like you attract basically what you are. Yeah. So if I if I don't chant, if I if I don't do my, my gratification exercises, I just feel eh, my energy is very low. Yeah. And so it's hard to do this job. It makes people happy mm-hmm. and so on. So first, the first thing I do is really like to reset, a daily reset. Yeah. And even sometimes I don't have time, I'll just do it on the bike. <laughs> I'll just drive it like I did before meeting you. I didn't have time this morning. But the important thing is just to stay connected to the true me, to the higher me, mm. and to be able to bring that outside. And then obviously I, I get inspired very easily from For my TikTok. Sometimes uh, we're just walking in the streets with my mom because she's here and we'll do like a silly silly TikTok. Um, Or then I write a a sketch for later for practicing in stand up. But basically, it's to get inspired Mm -hmm. by every day. And uh, I do a lot of visualization because I notice when I go to people and I say, hey, I'm Mika, I do this and this. Yes, maybe we'll do some projects, but most of the time, people find me. So, my job is to make sure that I have the right amount of energy and the right thoughts to attract the right people to me. So, mostly I work a lot on myself. Mm-hmm. And then it's studying Vietnamese, obviously, to two to four times a week well, with my amazing teacher. And yeah, it's just like uh, manifesting, attracting things that, that I want. And uh, yeah, most of the time it works like that. Like, last two weeks ago, I received a call from Hanoi to do a game show. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I just like a few days later, I was on the plane going there. Nice. Doing like for t- 24 hours, 28 hours shooting, and then coming back. So mostly yeah. my life is really like, or you, like, hey, let's do this thing. So my um, daily life is full of surprises mm-hmm. that I'm manifesting. Yeah. And it's great to, to to live like that, to live on these little miracles, mm-hmm. I call them, because at the end of the day, these small things, they become the big things. You yeah, know?
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, it's usually the, the consistent little steps mm-hmm. you take that they manifest into bigger things. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. So chanting, meditating, you haven't been meditating for long or just... It's been almost a year now. Okay.
1: But I put in the same bag, chanting, meditating. It's just uh, like I have uh, my friend, Gwen, who is a spiritual teacher. She told me like all these uh, meditation meditation techniques, uh, chanting, it's like toys, spiritual toys. Mm-hmm. And uh, our job is to play with these toys. So. I have periods of time where I'm more into chanting, then I will associate with meditation. But mm-hmm. as long as I practice, as long as I invest this time in myself, I feel very good. Yeah. And I can overcome all daily challenges. Yeah.
0: yeah it must be very, like, you definitely need that, I guess, because mm-hmm. you, you, you your day never looks the same.
1: Yeah. So I have to make it look a little bit the yeah, same. Yeah.
0: And then it's just very difficult to have full energy for everything you do. Mm-hmm. And um, I can imagine that you need that high energy. F- be able to come on these things and everything very interesting what do you think is your full potential in all of this and and Mm. has that been different throughout your life
1: my full but first can you define what you mean by full
0: potential well that's the thing it's you that has to define it yourself
1: yeah because when i first saw that question that was the question that triggered me the most was like my full potential so the full the highest the highest me basically me at my highest potential there you go like that um, I, I think I'm not there yet, but what I like about this, it's the journey rather than the destination, mm. uh, because throughout my spiritual practices, throughout the, the people that I meet, uh, the um, opportunities that I have, that's also that make me grow and make me go to that full potential. But I guess the full potential is a, is a goal, but it's always the purpose is to reach it, but at the same time, once you reach it, you set another goal. Mm-hmm. So again, like it's another journey. It's like climbing a mountain. And there is never an end. The most important is just keep going up. Mm-hmm. For me, that's what I think the full potential is. Like with each month, like maybe not month, trimester, I look back and I go, oh, I'm better than I was three months ago. Like now mm-hmm. I'm going to turn 31, actually. Well, congratulations. Thank you. And I feel just so much better about myself than when I was in my 20s. And I accept myself more and I love myself more. And therefore, I'm more efficient outside, you know? So it's also a journey, like a balance between the outside and the inside world. You're
0: also wasting less energy on Mm -hmm. thinking bad about yourself.
1: Yes, right? Uh, uh,
0: And you you, you put your effort and energy where it's necessary, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Instead of... Wasting it on things that are not yeah. growing what you need to do.
1: Or concentrating oh, I don't have this, I don't have that. Whereas now I focus more, oh, I already have this, I already have that. I'm on the way to get
0: that thing. So. Yeah. So what I wanted to ask is like uh, you said a year ago you started with chanting and meditating. Yes. Did you see a difference in the success or in the growth you experienced since you've been doing that? Oh, yeah, because
1: uh, one year ago I was going through a difficult breakup. Mm-hmm. And uh, this time I wanted to do things differently. I wanted to heal from that breakup and everything that make me hurt somehow, make me angry about people, men, whatever, events. And I just took this time during lockdown to fully like, clean myself mm-hmm. and to, to make sure to fall in love with myself, You mm-hmm. know, to make sure that the next relationship I will have or the next projects I will have once lockdown is done, I'm going to be very proud of myself And very committed to myself. So this work of meditation and chanting definitely put me on track. Because then I also invested some time, energy money, to follow some spiritual courses. Mm -hmm. And to explore more the different disciplines that are existing. Like Reiki. um, The one I did. Reiki healing. So it's energy healing. uh, To do human design. Uh, to discover all the kind of meditations, So it's like find different angles to explore myself and people, obviously. So it did help me a lot to be more connected and, again, set my energy at higher levels. So yeah, I guess, yeah, it did make me, it didn't make me a different person, but it bring me closer to myself.
0: Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, did you wish that you started earlier with that?
1: No because I was already doing some uh some exercises when I was young because my mom is a very spiritual person mm-hmm. so she's the one that kind of brought me to this like she when I was a teenager I got bullied mm-hmm. I got some problems at school with with kids and she's the one that taught me some techniques that how can you detach yourself from these events mm-hmm. or can you forgive these people, these events again. So I, I was already on a spiritual journey a while ago. It just, it became more solid in my yeah. practice. Okay.
0: That's cool. That's very interesting to see like a direct connection with the effort you put into yourself basically mm-hmm. and the output that comes mm-hmm. with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Awesome. What does success mean to you? Oh,
1: that's my question. Oh, I love
0: it. Uh, for me, success, it's um,
1: doing something that you love uh, which has a positive impact on the people around you and that can also bring you some financial revenue. Mm-hmm. I would say that's success to me and just feel... It's a, I guess it's a feeling for me. Successful it's like being happy. Mm-hmm. It's a feeling that you have or not and that you choose to carry around. Yep. So it's a constant reminding on a winning uh, attitude towards life. And to not let yourself go down by life difficulties. So, because mm-hmm. for me, successful people, they just like, they just try and try and try. You know, mm-hmm. they don't let themselves down by diffi- they, Maybe it affects, can affect you obviously, but it's the capacity to always stand and keep going. And bounce back. And bounce back, yeah. yeah. So for me, yeah, su- success is an attitude, mm-hmm. mindset that I'm happy to represent for me. Living the life that I have for me is a mark of my own success Mm -hmm. that I would like to develop more obviously. But um, yeah, success is a constant is a journey.
0: Yeah, obviously, it's a journey again, and
1: and it's never defined because. And I don't with me. It's not a question of money actually Mm -hmm. of how much you have, but it's more like how much you do with what you have.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's my next question. Like, what's your relationship with money?
1: What's my relationship with money? Money for me is energy. Okay. Yeah, for me, money, it's energy. It's the capacity to do things that you want, to live a comfortable lifestyle. But I never worry about money. I guess because I come from, uh, like, me and my mom, when we were living together in France, we, we had some moments we were struggling with money, but never, ever my mom told me, like, oh, we are poor. And so she mm-hmm. say, no, we are rich. There is enough money in this world for everybody. Mm-hmm. And our goal is to manifest it in the way we want it.
0: Yeah, it's that uh, rich, that poor, um, that mindset, true. right? Yes. It's like, oh, it's not like we don't have it. It's like, what do we have, and work with yes. it? Yes,
1: what we do with this—that's so something yeah. that I really like in that book because also at some point the character is working for free in this. I don't know, he's doing something for free, and then he start to have ideas about businesses, so mm-hmm. about how to develop himself and create, generate money, attract money. So it's something that I am also like I, I don't know I never I never worry about this like I know there are periods of time where I will spend more or less when money will come back to me mm-hmm. but I just take it as a as a flow I don't have any attachment and mm-hmm. I try to practice this detachments from people relationship money anything because when you are living in this state of flow. Mm-hmm. it's like uh, everything comes easy it's, it becomes a game mm-hmm. and when you know when you play a game and you get too attached oh my god I wanna, I wanna win this game you don't enjoy the game mm-hmm. so for me life is a game and my purpose is to go through it the most and the most smooth way possible okay so that's my attitude towards money very mm-hmm. interesting
0: and so what is your attitude to,
1: towards time towards time oh time is more precious than money obviously time is the real gold I mm-hmm. think and uh, we need to be conscious, I guess, of the time and live in the now. Mm-hmm. And because us human beings, we always think about the past. Like I have a tendency to be, oh, to be nostalgic. You know, mm. Russian soul is very like, oh, <laughs> in the past, na, na, na. So I try to uh, get rid of this. Also to have some goals, we said, for the future. But basically enjoy the present moment because that's the only one we can master. Because the past is the past. The future, uh, we don't know but right here right now we have the control of time of our thoughts of uh, our behavior of the reaction we choose to have so i try to focus on the present time
0: very interesting yeah i totally agree and then um <clears throat> moving forward to what, like how you got here mm-hmm. um who have been the people in your life that have influenced you the most and shaped to mm-hmm. to who you are right now mm, i
1: would say the first person is my mom mm-hmm. she's a real role model to me she uh at the age of 37, she left everything she had in Russia. She sold everything, and she decided to make a new life in France. Okay. She didn't speak French. Her English was uh, so-so, but still, she did this thing, and I guess in my subconscious, it was always something that I wanted to do myself, like to find myself, to, to choose a country, a place to stay, and just to, to go there. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did with Vietnam. So I would say my mom is um, is an example of courage, uh, spirituality, of high energy, and it's just someone who is very caring, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I look up to her a lot, yeah. So that's my main one, and um, that's my main one, I would say. And guess through life, we meet people, and I don't pay attention on the length that I will know the persons, but I pay attention on the moment. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you meet somebody just for one day or two, but then you will carry this memory with you. So I had a lot of meetings like that during travel, uh, some events, so I focus more on the emotion, mm-hmm. on the moment. what can all the people teach me a little bit like you with this podcast so I guess, yeah, it's the series of encounters, and I've been lucky to meet a lot of good people, mm-hmm. I believe in people in generally, so I just see everybody like teachers, you know mm-hmm. and when you have this uh, attitude towards the other, it's like oh, you don't get offended that easily, and you're more like, okay, what, what's the best I can take out of this situation mm-hmm. what can I learn so I guess, yeah, everybody has influenced me a little bit. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah.
0: And uh, are there any events in your life that, that really <clears throat> shaped you? Obviously, the moving to different countries, but mm-hmm. like other things in your life?
1: I'd say, mm, yeah, I had. It's like, that's funny because every time I had a big breakup, <laughs> it was a huge leveling up in my life. So thank you, guys. <laughs> so I would <was laughs> say, really, like, no, I think I'm like, yeah, the bigger the breakup, after the bigger the success, you know? Uh, so I would say, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's something that we ladies do. We, we put the fuel on our career, in our dreams, whenever we get disappointed. So yes, guess, yeah, it's not that I wish to break up more. It's not about that. But it's like it's this capacity to take something negative that mm. affects you on that moment so much and being able to say, okay, so now maybe I'm sad, I'm angry, but I'm going to use this energy to put it into something else. Yeah. So I guess I got good in this energy recycling, even with small events like you'll get like small uh, problems in daily life, like you get frustrated mm-hmm. or something like that. And it's the capacity of turn poison into medicine. So that's something uh, that I do. Then, um, like, specific event, I guess, I'll tell you, when I met my dad after years not meeting him three years ago, mm-hmm.
0: oh. when I
1: went to Russia to meet, to meet my dad, and that also put me at peace with my relationship with him. Um, not with men. Men are fantastic. But it's like, yeah, it was a big turning point because I was, like, my both Russian side and French side were at peace together. And by meeting him and connecting with him also set me more like, a little bit more calm.
0: Yeah, and but so I need, you, yeah. Again, you don't have to waste energy on places that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. doesn't help you.
1: Yeah, yeah. That helped me a lot on many levels. It was mm-hmm. a life-changing tri- trip to connect with my family over there. Mm-hmm. And since then, we've been uh, closer. And I hope we'll meet very soon to, again, to put the le- energy even
0: higher. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So as I understand, you, you studied it quite a bit and then you had some internships here and there, but then mm-hmm. a lot of what you do right now is all self-taught. How is it in your life going between studying and self-taught, like how did you go about it?
1: Mm, actually, I think I'm, I don't know if in my past lives or anything, but I love to study and I have a lot of admiration for teachers, real teachers. And so I have a master degree in business. I have a bachelor degree in French literature. Here I've been studying so Vietnamese again, and I follow these courses about self-development, meditation, chanting. So I really like the process of learning, and I notice when we stop learning, that's where life stops basically. We stop develop Mm -hmm. ourselves, and we just like become more I don't know heavy. Mm -hmm. The energy is getting heavier. So I just notice with me, I always need to keep myself in this like. Student, student mindset mm-hmm. and you mentioned self-taught yes, uh, I guess so. I like to learn about life psychology, uh, spirituality I think these are the really things that we tend to forget in our daily life with the phones we have with uh, the busyness, the fuss but at the end of the day um, I think we need to enjoy simple life like just see the beauty it's going to sound cheesy, I'm sorry, I'm cheesy the beauty in a plant, in a tree The fact that today is a fresh day and we can breathe comfortably, we can sit outside. So just being able to see these small things, Mm -hmm. I guess that's the the biggest lesson
0: for me. Yeah, 100%. Also a big question that I keep asking people, um, do you compare yourself with others? Uh, I used to. I guess something very human
1: Mm -hmm. when we are somewhere in some specific context. uh, That's easy to compare yourself to other people, whereas... We should never do this because you are not me. I am not you. You have your own goals, aspirations, and we should always compare ourselves to the us before. Mm-hmm. That's the person I'm really in competition with. Yeah. And that's what I, I learned through last years is that there is basically no competition because nobody is you. So why should we put this pressure on our shoulders to say, oh, these people, they, they have a house. Oh, this guy has a car. Oh, they have a radio family which is great for them. Mm -hmm. For me, it's something that I'm really conscious now to not compare myself with others, to be able to see others as mirrors. Mm -hmm. So for me, uh, people are like mirrors. They reflect the way I feel about myself. But sometimes when you meet somebody and you feel jealous, Mm -hmm. I used to think, oh my God, it's so bad to feel jealous of people. Envious, envious, not jealous. Uh, And then I realized, no, actually it's great because it shows you what you want. Like yeah, yeah like oh, I would, that's a good insight. Yeah, so it's like, like I always remember when I first met this girl who was fluent in Vietnamese. I was like, Oh my god, I don't. And then I'm like, I don't like that about her. Like I should do that. Then I'm like, Yeah, I should do that. Yeah. I can do that. So then I did it.
0: Exactly. Like you can't complain about something if you don't put the effort into reaching her. Exactly. Now it would be a different story if you've been trying for years and you're not mm-hmm. there. Then I can understand that. Yeah. But then again, some people learn faster. Some people learn better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but a really good insight. Awesome, that's a new one. Jealousy is an indicator of what you want.
1: Envy, I'm sorry. Envy, French no, is jealousy, yeah. Jealousy, envy is an indicator yeah. of what you want.
0: Throughout your whole journey, what has been the one piece of advice that has influenced you the most, mm. that somebody gave to you?
1: I guess it's just to listen to myself, listen to my higher self, to my inner voice, that's the best because when you take decisions in life and it's like you know it, you just do it that's when I, like the most spontaneous decision that I took in life like to go to China for my academic exchange I was not supposed to go there but on the last moment I wanted to sign the paper like oh I don't need a international experience abroad but then I was like oh no actually I want it and it was like I didn't know anything about the university but I just said I will do it so it's like listen to this uh, impulse. Mm. It's the it's the best thing to do
0: for me. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is that somebody that told you that advice, or is that um, something you came up with yourself, and that's what you want to tell people as well?
1: Mm, I guess it's both. It's both it came from my mom and it came from my my own self exploration. Mm to listen to my inner inner voice, yeah. to my higher self. Yeah. Awesome. You are the master of your life, nobody mm. else. You can listen to other people, parents, boyfriends, girlfriends, wives, mm-hmm. and so on, you can listen to them, but at the end of the day, you are the one that has the power. So it's nice to not give that power away to other people, no matter who they are.
0: Yeah, 100%. So for people that are new to personal development new to getting to know themselves actively Mm -hmm. what are the tools that you can recommend Mm -hmm. or what are practices you can recommend to people starting out with personal development Mm,
1: i would say the thing that put me on track was the secret i think it's a great introduction to the law of attraction to self-development and it's available on youtube it's like one hour 30 movie uh, documentary uh, that's the first. And then I studied some like, people, famous people like Louis Hay, who is a big um, say, ambassador of the positive uh, affirmations. Okay. And uh, Ellen Caddy as well. So I went for simple. I like um, when the knowledge is um, reachable without pretension because self-development is something that we should all do. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I don't know why schools do not teach it. Just teach us about meditation, about practicing positive thoughts, positive mindset, because these are the real things we mm-hmm. need to know, not to use computer that you will learn by yourself, right? Yeah. So I would say, yeah, it's to uh, so go for the, the most famous one at first and then practice meditation. Uh, also, like Deepak, Deepak Chopra, the seventh lessons of uh, success. Um, there are some authors, also, it, it's in Russian, so I, uh, they're not available in English. <laughs> But I would say it's, yeah, and also to meditate by yourself. And meditation is a broad thing, you know. You can just be sitting and just concentrating on this moment, practicing mindfulness. Yeah. It's already a great practice. So just starting with modest steps. There are amazing guides on Netflix, actually, uh, for meditation, a guide to meditation, very nice. So it's just like habits. Basically for me, uh, self-development, it's not something in the sky. It's just good habits that you choose to have.
0: That's a good one. Um, I recently started really hard with tracking habits Mm -hmm. Um, because I'm a very visual person. I'm a very competitive person. Mm -hmm. There's a few habits that I keep tracking, like such as your watch where it says like, oh, you have so many calories done or Mm -hmm. so many minutes of exercise. And then I also started doing simple habits like Mm -hmm. 15 minutes of reading, 15 minutes of audio listening, things like that. What are your besides the meditation you've been mm-hmm. talking about, are there any habits you do every day? Mm-hmm. And how do you uh, keep yourself accountable? Mm.
1: I, I would say also throughout my life, I've been practicing journaling. Okay. Not on a daily basis, but since I knew how to write in French, I practice journaling because it's also kind of meditation. Actually, you can reflect mm-hmm. on yourself, just put your reflection, yeah. reflection, You put your thoughts, put your goals, whatever. And for me, journaling is a way, like, later on I hope I will be very, very old. I will not remember how I was at 13, uh, 20, uh, 30. I'll just have to open these journals and I will be able to connect with mm-hmm. my old self, with my young self. So, I would say it's something that I do for, for the future me, yeah. in order to not forget the essence that yeah. I had at different periods of my life. And then on a daily basis, I guess, I drink a lot of water. That sounds stupid, no. but like, because we are made of water, so, and we need to keep the, again, the energy, the water in us circulating, yeah. so I drink a lot of water, and uh, it helps me to connect to myself, because I'm also, what my water sign, so I always need to keep, like, the water close to me, to keep me, like, balanced. Yeah. But it's it's something, I don't, maybe,
0: maybe No, it's stupid. very, I, I also track how much I drink. Ah, voila. So, I made the goal of 2.7 liters a day fantastic the more the merrier and then sometimes in the end of the day i'm like oh i still need to drink so much <laughs> yeah but
1: that's especially in Vietnam we we have to yeah you
0: sweat a lot but it. it's also like it it flushes you you yes. know and it, it and i started doing this for three weeks now and it feels amazing mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. To, um be on top of things
1: yeah yeah thank you i'm not crazy <laughs>
0: no of course <laughs> not the weather, the, no, maybe I, it's stupid. people are Uh-oh. like complaining like, oh i have a headache uh, i feel sluggish there's like mm-hmm Water is your essence. Yeah, And we, ne- we
1: never say, it, you know, in our society, we have a lot of, like, treatments for skin and na-na-na. But the best uh, ally you can have in aging well is sleep, water, and exercise. Because yeah. I've been exercising since I'm 15. Yeah. And people always ask me, like, oh, what do you do? Are you on a diet? Na-na-na. Because I have, like, uh, abs and I'm, I'm fit. But I'm just, it's a habit. Again, it's a habit of uh, constantly, like, either walking or running jogging it's just like a lifestyle of yeah. exercising so then later on when you age because yeah. we're all gonna age you're not gonna be like oh no i have this like uh not wrinkles how you call it it's like a belly and so on so just a habit that i took since my my teenage years is to look on my body because that's the first yeah. last home we're gonna have
0: mm. so that's the real home we need to take care of that's this body yeah. and be proud and, of and it. it doesn't have to be much right like no. you said it's a habit a little bit yeah um that's the thing for example with this watch like it says how many calories but it basically means uh how much you moved around Mm. right and i set the goals so far that if i do a normal day and most of my day i'm actually behind the computer Mm -hmm. that i don't reach that goal so i have to get out of the house Mm -hmm. and go for a walk at least to reach that goal Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um also exercise of course like uh, go to the gym or whatever but even if that's 15 minutes or 20 minutes that's already a big change and you feel so much better about yourself your energy is up
1: you're happier and it
0: doesn't cost you anything exactly literally yeah yeah, it's very interesting so habit tracking or habit like just small habits Mm -hmm. um comes from the book as well the compound effect Mm -hmm. that i recently been reading just one percent in the right direction is actually a 2% gain. Because if you, if you do one thing mm-hmm. right, and you're at least not doing one thing wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's a double effect.
1: Ah, nice, nice. Right? Mm-hmm.
0: I um, guess reading
1: is, is also like set your mind on a
0: higher scale. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing that as well. Reading, mm-hmm. uh, somehow, reading, it, yeah. it also uh, brings your creative juices up. Yes, I agree. Even if, like I read a lot of business, of sales and, and, mm-hmm. and also, obviously also personal development, but even business books make me very creative. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, very interesting. And audiobooks every day. Yeah, podcasts. Uh, yeah, podcasts. actually, I don't do as much podcasts. There's mm-hmm, a few mm-hmm. that I follow, but it's more uh, audio as well and about personal development, about business. Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. Is there uh, one book that you recommend?
1: Yeah, I would say a simple Deepak Chopra, The Seven Laws of Success. Okay. It's a little book, it's easy to read, and you can... Apply these advices in daily life without pretension, very efficient so yeah, it's very great. interesting.
0: Awesome, we're almost uh, wrapping up here. Mm-hmm. What are your um, short mid and long-term goals for now? Actually, my Russian superstition
1: side is never really talking about this, like the goals and so I have my goals, but it's like I'm afraid if I said them loud, they're going to disappear.
0: So if you don't mind, oh, that's interesting because yeah. that's the opposite of what other because you were talking about affirmations, right? Mm-hmm. And what you speak out mm-hmm. is something that has more chance to come through. But I, I speak it to me. So that's the difference. When I okay. talk about my
1: goals, no, no, no. So I take it to me. But it's like I'm afraid if I say it loud to the rest of the world, to the number, to the audience of okay. the podcast, it's like it's going to disappear. So it's, it's my... Um, yes, yeah, like maybe once I reach it, I'll say, oh, by the way, that was my goal. Okay. But so far I'm on that way, I'm on that journey. I plan to stay in Vietnam to accomplish it. Mm-hmm. And it's obviously going to involve my Vietnamese skills, the entertainment area here, and the, local,
0: uh, the locals, basically. So you're creating yeah. your own TV show, huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> not yet, not yet. No,
0: okay. No, but it's very exciting. So we will see you around here. Mm, hopefully. Um, that's very cool. Do you have your one favorite quote?
1: It's in French, it's uh, soyez réaliste, demandez l'impossible from Che Guevara, which means uh, che, Guevara. che Guevara, I'm oh. a bit, uh, you know, <laughs> 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 revolutionary, you know, so <laughs> <laughs> like it means uh, be, uh, be realistic, ask for the impossible. Wow. So it's something that uh, it's, when you first hear it, it's a bit contradictory, but then you're like, actually, yeah. This is what it should be. Like, mm-hmm. be realistic. Ask for the impossible in this life. And when you ask for it, you already get yourself closer to that. Yeah. Because, like, you're going to stretch yourself, even if you don't achieve it. But it's better to ask for the impossible that something reachable is going to be normal
0: mm-hmm. to reach. So, yeah, that's my life quote. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Milan. Uh, where can the people follow you the best? TikTok? Uh, TikTok, uh,
1: Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can Google me, you can YouTube me. You know, so. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere you can find me. Yeah. That's great. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Milan. Thank you so much. <laughs> this was great. Yes, keep it keep it up. I hope to see more episodes of your podcast. Oh
0: there will be. There will be. Nice. Awesome. Bye bye!